take two, biscuits and gravy. <laughs> I'll try not to swear right off the bat. You can swear, you just can't swear during the song. <laughs> I don't think Topher is a real name. I mean, Gopher? Gopher Topher? Gopher is a name. If you change your name to Gopher. But who changes their name to Topher? Topher is a gopher's toe. His he was more people <laughs> change their names to sound less Jewish. His original name is Christopher John, and he changed it to Topher. To Topher, it's like changing your name to Latrine. But his last name is actually Grace. Yeah, it was <laughs> house before that. <laughs> I told you I'd get you. Good morning, little hot biscuitiers. <laughs> Welcome to the one and the only the biscuits and gravy show. We got a doozy for you. We got it dialed in today. Oh, so yeah. thanks for tuning in to KKU KKU 88.5, the voice of Maui. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> this is the Biscuits and Gravy Show. I am the host, Chuck Sauce. In the studio today, we have the one, the only, my cohort, my co-host, my co-something, Vincent Fodi, comedian extraordinaire in the hot seat. Yes, this seat is hot. Man, you're going to spoil so much for us today. This is a show about cooking. This is a show about comedy. This is a show about conspiracies. This is a show about pornography. Oh, yeah. Cooking and comedy, watching stuff on TV, porn and conspiracies, biscuits and gravy. All, All right. right. <laughs> Today's show is brought to us by Topher Grace's Etiquette School. When you go for Grace, call Topher Grace. Good old Topher Grace's Etiquette School. Go Topher we Grace's need a lot of etiquette on this show because we're just home-cooked conversation, Vincent Fody. You know, you know biscuits? when you're sitting down for a long time, and I then know all about it. You bro. start getting that like those like prickly feeling on your butt. That's called puberty. <laughs> Not in your. Are butt. you going through puberty again? Me too. <laughs> I'm getting acne again, it's and like <laughs> eating potato chips and having temper tantrums. No, it's like a it's like a heat rash, right? What? Was it? You know, when, know. do when you get crotch rot when you wear a bathing suit too much? Mm, define too much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing a bathing suit for underwear as we speak. Coming up on the show, we're going to answer some uh, reader mail. You guys have been <laughs> nice enough to mail us the questions. And yes. Vince asks me live in the Biscuit sure. Bunker in a segment we call Chuck's Stuff and Knowledge. Buffalo. Buffalo oh, my, B my BPMs are going to be killer today, dude. So uh, I was having a conversation recently with some people, and I realized that people don't like... You know the mesh stuff that's inside a bathing suit? Yeah. Why do they do that? I don't know. I thought I liked the mesh, and I thought everybody was on the same page as me. No. But then I realized nobody likes the mesh. I like the mesh because it's like it has that like elastic band. It like snuggles you. I bet <laughs> you like condoms too. And it keeps everything in place. But what? then I was talking to some other people, and they're like, "No, I hate that." Don't you like to walk around your house naked? I do. Okay. And, and I do. <laughs> <laughs> I walk around that. Let me take my hand off your if, bed. <laughs> <laughs> if you weren't here, I'd be naked right now, Chuck. Oh, good to good to hear. And if you're going to be naked right now, give us a call at 808 873 Wait, that's not true because Mike ends and his daughters are here. Well, whatever. <laughs> but thanks so much for emailing us and more about how I hate mesh inside bathing suits, too. Um, what is I think it's called prickly heat. Prickly heat? Prickly heat. That's a you thing, You ever get right? prickly heat and a prickly pear? Oh, my prickly pears. <laughs> <laughs> That's I why like, people wear board shorts because they don't have the netting in them. Right, but I don't know. I just they I, to me it always felt comfortable. Mm. Felt like like a nice little hug for mm. your junk. I don't know. I like I mean I like underwear and it's airy too. Not if you're in the water. 
Well, not if you're in the water, but if you're just walking around, it's a mesh netting, oh. and it just I hate it it allows the airflow no, while, while still keeping everything at in a place. Different speed than the body in your bathing suit, oh, and it makes it more <laughs> uncomfortable. Yeah, that's kind of true. No I one guess. wants that. I don't know. I'm I get st- stuck to my. I'm still pro mesh. In. Coming off the show, we're gonna spoil <laughs> some stuff from the TV universe. Oh, Vince, what are you gonna spoil for us today? Chuck, I've got so much to talk about. I'm Ooh, gonna baby. spoil every. 80s and 90s dystopian future movie. Oh, love it. Let's save it so much time. So we're going to talk about Demolition Man? Of course. Sweet. Demolition Man is one of them. Would you like to try to name some other ones? Judge Dredd. Judge Dredd, of course. Judge Judy. Judge Judy. <laughs> In a dystopian future where all TV is judge procedural know, half shows. Half of any Arnold Schwarzenegger movies? Yeah, pretty much. So The Running Man? The Running Man, Not of course. Not to be completed with The Marathon Man. <laughs> <laughs> As we did last week. Chew. Um, Okay, so while we're still relatively at the top of the show, uh, we should mention that you and I are both Maui comedians. Chew. Technically, we are both comedians. Yeah, dog. And you can follow us and all of our comedy exploits at Biscuits and Gravy 808. So we're on Instagram now. Remember how we didn't have an Instagram for a yep, long time? And now we do. And now we finally we have an Instagram. Have it's, welcome to the world. It's Maybe someday we'll get a Twitter, but uh, don't hold your breath. <laughs> but we are at Biscuits and Gravy 808. You can also, you can listen to us. You may be listening to us on the radio right now on 88.5 KKU, KKU, the voice of gravy. Chee-hoo. But you can also listen to all the old episodes uh, and even extended cuts. Ooh. I know you like your extended cuts. I like it for most things. Um, and so you can listen to, <laughs> you can listen to the, the, ex- the full episodes on Spotify and Apple podcasts. You just have to search for Biscuits and Gravy 808. So don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, listen, and uh, also check out Power Up Comedy because we've also we do comedy shows and there's actually a comedy show coming up Monday, I believe. Yeah, so the Playground has been doing a lot of comedy. Great job with social distancing. That's Duh Playground. Yeah. D-A. You know, like duh. Like duh. duh. Like duh kitchen. <laughs> and we have a newcomer show. On March 1st, on Monday, in Mahalaya Harbor. So it's Fresh Faces in Kent? Yeah, dude. So check <laughs> it out. I'm sure there'll be some LOLs and some definitely time to get more drinks. I just want to let everybody know that was just a joke. Kent is not going to be on the show. Because oh, I don't want people sweet. to hear about Kent and Jesus. then not come to the show. So he Kent will not be on the show. That's, a, that's our biscuits and gravy guarantee. You know what's worse than not doing comedy? Doing comedy when people like Kent do comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Comedy is not always fun, people. Uh, coming up on Sometimes the show, we're going to talk a little bit about Gluttony Club. Oh, we yeah. got some biscuit news. And honestly, Vincent Fody, I don't even know why we're doing a, a podcast right now. I don't even know why we're doing a radio show anymore. I feel a little down. As you know, we are Maui's number two radio program. We are Maui's number two. Number two! But I don't know how we can compete with something that happened this week. There is a Bruce Springsteen Obama podcast. I can't compete with that. Wait. Bruce I... Springsteen and Obama sat down to shoot the spoodles and talk the talk. Okay, first of all, that's not a saying. And, well, I can't say what the real one is. Okay. Spoodles? <laughs> they sat down to shoot the poodle. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so. Obama. Obama and Bruce Springsteen. And Bruce Springsteen. Wait, but are you saying. Does one of them have a podcast? No, they both are in the podcast together. So Obama is the cohort, the co-host, the co-something. <laughs> Wait, Obama is the co-host? Yeah. And <laughs> Shouldn't Obama be the host? 
now. He can lead the free world, but he can't lead a Bruce Springsteen podcast. Yeah, I mean, Bruce wait. So you're you're telling me that there's not. Bru- Does Bruce Springsteen already have a podcast? No, it's so this is just like a one-time audio in- interview. Yeah, so it's called Renegades, born in the USA. <laughs> Brought to us because by Bruce they're trying to push games. that agenda that Obama was born in the USA. I know, just barely. Just because he was born in Hawaii doesn't mean you're born in the USA. I want to see a third birth certificate. He showed us the short form. Anyone who's not He showed white. us the long form. <laughs> now, now the medium. I want to see the medium form. Yep. Okay. Also, I want to see Trump's taxes. You know, you couldn't say that to anyone else. Like anyone else running who would, was Caucasian, you could never say, ah, oh, you are born. Well, you could say that to Ted Cruz, but that's only because he literally was not born here. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I think it's so funny that Ted Cruz hates immigrants. That Ted Cruz. <laughs> well, A, he hates immigrants, which is funny because he is an immigrant. <laughs> um, but also, like, when he was running for president, he was, like, during the presidential race, he was collecting super PAC money for his quote unquote, I'm doing air quotes, presidential <laughs> run. And but pe- he can't run for president. And people were giving him money even though he's legally not allowed to run for president. Well, which people is, were giving Trump money even though he had no intention of using it to build the wall. Oh, yeah, that's that. Oh, well, people were giving Trump money for all sorts of different things. Remember when he was when he was gathering up legal money for his legal fees? Mm-hmm. Um, and then he and then he went and hired like a lawyer off a billboard. Yeah. <laughs> that's money well spent. But if you want real money well spent. Why don't you visit our friends down at Clay Aiken's Pottery Palace when you're aching for some clay. And also over at Channing Tatum's Tater Tots. Mmm, Tatum's. Put a little magic in your mouth. So stop listening to the Biscuitsy Gravy Show and tune into Obama and Bruce Springsteen sitting down and having a conversation. Renegades. Renegades. Born in the USA. Born to be alive. Uh, QAnon has entered France this week. Oh, So that's fun. That's... (laughs) It's funny that our crazy conspiracies are taking over in other countries. Yeah. It's also uh, catching a little bit of a stronghold in Germany. Oh, no. Disconcerting, to say the least. Yeah, even Merkel wants to get rid of hijabs. (laughs) Speaking of quitting, (laughs) Jeff Bezos resigned from CEO of Amazon. Right. So now he's just going to be lurking in the shadows. Yeah, and now Amazon is paying people $2,000 to quit instead of joining a union. Oh, right. If your company is going to pay you to quit and not join a union, how imagine how powerful having a little bit of quality control like a union provides would be damaging to a company. Right. H- imagine how good something must be if somebody's willing to pay you $2,000 for it. And Jeff Bezos is like, mm, I should step down before this happens. <laughs> yeah. So now he's free to just spend his time hanging out with Elon Musk, I guess, and doing getting weird bro going to space and having Maybe. zero g sex oh man dude zero's <laughs> never mind my sex is already zero g that's the zero g spot <laughs> there's that's no g's speaking of the playground Chew. we were there last night and we won trivia yeah because i'm the smartest man alive bro chuck is the smartest buffalo alive and I owe it all to knowing the capital of Hungary. Mm. And, of <laughs> so course, we know everything about Hungary from the early 2000s pornography series, 110% Natural, mm-hmm. which is how I know a lot about the Czech Republic. Nobody knows more about Hungary 
than Chuck Thompson. <laughs> hey, I like so, it. <laughs> I like I dig it. I had a very good Fat Tuesday. Did you? The last time we recorded it was on Fat Tuesday. Yeah, dog. We talk a lot about food on KAKU 88.5, The Voice of Mally. We talk a lot about food here on the Biscuits and Gravy Show. We do. Vincent Fody, why don't you tell our listeners all about Fat Tuesday? Fat Tuesday is when Lent begins... <laughs> Not when Lent ends. Lent ends at Easter. But Fat Tuesday was fun. You cooked us some jambalaya. 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 It was really spicy. Jambalaya. That was very delicious. I don't think it was that spicy, though. No, I think it was too spicy for the girls, but yeah, not, I'm too, all about it, not too spicy for the guys. I ate it later in the week when it got more spicy. I don't know how this works. Okay, I'm not a chemist, okay? All I know is everything about politics and the way the world should work. But I do not know why food gets spicier the longer you have it. Vince. Well, it's, you know be- why? it's because the spice organisms replicate. They reproduce, and then you have more spice. Interesting. The spice. <laughs> like Lamarckian <laughs> spice theory. Yes. <laughs> oh, I hate you. So now you now you understand. Hate somebody. Speaking of somebody that I hate, Rush Limbaugh's dead. I know. Uh, he paved the way for idiots to talk on the radio. Like, can us. you believe so that people <laughs> would just jump on the radio and say hateful things that they don't do any research on? If it wasn't for pioneers like him. Idiots like you and me wouldn't get be able to get on the radio and, and say weird idiots, conspiracy theories. When you read a headline, listeners at home, biscuitiers, gravy gals alike, and biscuit boys especially, mm-hmm. when you read a headline in the news, it's usually blank man does something completely stupid. Where is it usually from? Florida man. Florida man, right? It's always now, Florida man. Rush Limbaugh, right, who <laughs> says that cancer victims should be thanking him for smoking cigars because tobacco tax pays for kids' education. Okay. Okay. All right. Rush well, Limbaugh. To me, that sounds like socialism. Who <laughs> hates socialism, uh, who <laughs> hates AIDS, and it was homophobic but for my tobacco, 30 years. My on tobacco the radio. taxes are going to pay for schools. Allegedly. I mean, it really I don't have goes, kids, Chuck. This it is really socialism. Pays for Ted Cruz to go to Cancun, but mm-hmm. whatever. With his college roommate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What is it? By the way, if you are in your late forties, early fifties, and you go on vacation with your old college roommate, you're banging your old college roommate. Oh yeah. The most amount. So you're saying Ted Cruz was trying to have a a seductive getaway with his old college roommate? I'm saying here that. Getting caught going to Cancun would not be as detrimental as what he was really doing. Did you hear that? Oh, you mean... Oh, um, I have a point to make about Rush Limbaugh, Like though. the president of Hungary? <laughs> was that Hungary? Where was it where the it guy got... It was a police, got... office, police commissioner of Hungary got the caught pol- railing 25 dudes. <laughs> so Florida is arguably the dumbest state. It's two dozen and one. Florida is the dumbest state, we could say, right? Everyone in Florida, a bunch of dum-dums. So Florida, who has been the biggest science denier during COVID is putting their flags at half-mast for Rush Limbaugh's mm. death. Yeah, I did read about Rush that. Rush Limbaugh. Uh, then Joe Biden ordered everybody to put the flags at half-mast because we just crossed the uh, half-million COVID deaths. So now 500,000 people have died from COVID. Half a million people. In the U.S. alone. So uh, I believe we are our flags are at half-mast for that. Mm. And not for Rush Limbaugh. So Rush uh, Limbaugh was focused and uh, featured in the Rolling Stone. Ugh. And Rush Limbaugh did his best 
to ruin America. Oh, and he received the Presidential Medal of Honor. Of course he did. Presidential Medal of Honor recipient Rush Limbaugh. Never thought I'd hear those words. Well, he was an interesting guy, man. But did you hear that they interviewed Ted Cruz's old college roommate? No, they didn't. And he he said, I hate Ted Cruz. <laughs> he, <laughs> said, he said, not only does he disagree with me politically on like 90% of everything, but also... I hate his personality. <laughs> and he said, Awesome. And this He's is been, like the, waiting to do this. This for is years. a real quote from Ted Cruz's one of Ted Cruz's former college roommates. He said, even if Ted Cruz agreed with me on everything, it would only make me like him one percent more because ninety nine percent of the reason why I dislike him is because of his personality. <laughs> and you know what? I agree with that one hundred percent. I even if I didn't know anything about Ted Cruz's politics. If you look at Ted Cruz... There's no way you can like him. You can tell just by looking at Ted Cruz's face that he is disgusting and he is a terrible human being. The worst part about this is that we all now have to see tons of pictures of Ted Cruz memes this week. Of Ted Cruz, With his hair braided like he went to Cancun. (laughs) It's adorable, people! Did you see his weird haircut that he got before before this whole thing happened? So I did. He had this weird, like, Skrillex... Like weird. Yeah, I hair. thought that was fake. Turns out he's just a dum dum, and it's he got real. like this, like this, like a fake Peaky Blinders hair, ah! <laughs> where it was like sort of like a '90s, um, like ninety degree angle shave on the side of his head. Oh, yeah, it's so bizarre. I can't believe that was real. I thought it was fake. Yeah, I thought that was part of the joke. Yeah, and um, listen, I used to listen to Rush Limbaugh on the way to our biscuits and gravy show. Because he was just such an American truther. To learn not what to do. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the problem, people. Yeah. So it turns out, uh, I'm glad I'm not, I'm like, I am white, if you don't know this, but I'm not rich. Rich white people tend to have very unsavory opinions. (laughs) And I love being savory the most. Mm. I love gravy and biscuits, baby. Right, exactly. Another home-cooked conversation here on the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Nothing unsavory about biscuits and gravy. Ooh, baby. We would never. So some people are giving up things for Lent. And don't give up on gravy for Lent, baby. <laughs> you can give up something for Lent, but don't give up on the gravy. I want 40 days and 40 nights of gravy, okay? Put a gravy candle in the wind. Today's <laughs> show is presented in part by a lovely endowment from community-minded celebrity sponsors like James Franco's Hot Dogs. His Franks are frankly the best. Today's show is also provided in part by Bruce Springsteen's String Beans. Grown in the USA! And also by Leonardo DiCaprio's guillotines. Get decapitated with DiCaprio. And listeners like you. And, and thanks for always reaching out to us at thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com. That's thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com. Biscuitwars.com. Oh, yeah. you can. And you what's can our handle? At Biscuits and Gravy 808. Ooh, that's so a lot of stuff to remember. There's all types of ways to get a, to get your fingers on some biscuits and gravy. Oh, lordy, lordy. Um, now, you know, Chuck, that I'm from Philadelphia. Chew. Home of Pepsi Kona. Gross. <laughs> and uh, I'm um, right across the river, swimming distance, as a matter of fact, from New Jersey. Why would you ever swim near New Jersey? Mm, well, New, New Jersey, Jersey is trash for trash people. New Jersey is trash for trash people, but they did something good. They just legalized recreational marijuana. They did. So I'm looking forward to that. I think Philadelphia is actually, Philadelphia has decriminalized it at this point. Massachusetts, you can buy it. Yeah, but they haven't completely made it uh, recreationally Hawaii, looking at you, if New Jersey can do it, Hawaii can do it. Mm -hmm. If New Jersey can do it, any state can do it. Any state can do it. You can't pump your own gas in New Jersey. 
That's how dumb people from New Jersey are. That's actually pretty nice. Now you can get super stoned and go to the gas station and have somebody bump your gas for it. Oh, man, I wish people in Hawaii made it mandatory that someone had to work at a gas station, dude. And pump your gas? Dude, I would, I would totally pay 10 cents extra a gallon to never pump my gas. And also you have to tip those people. Do you? Well, I mean, most people don't, but you're supposed to. Like, Interesting. If it's raining out and somebody's standing in the rain pumping your gas, you're supposed to give them like a buck or something. But Whatever. I, I never did. I mean, I'll, I'll give a dollar not to get out of my car. But I'm looking forward to going, going home. Staying at my parents' house and then Gee-hoo. driving right across the bridge and picking up some good, legal, delicious marijuana from New Jersey. Sweet. So a the Garden tip, State. A tip of the biscuit for you. It's ya. the the Weed Garden State now. Oh, Mary, Mary, how does your garden grow? Mm. Mm, that's, that's great. Quite contrary. The man you trusted isn't wavy gravy at all. Yeah, biscuit eater. You're a biscuit eater, Chuck. You're Quiet the biggest you biscuit eaters. eater. <laughs> hey man, how's uh, Oh, look who's here. Somebody just entered the studio. It's friend of the show, Michael Enns, and his two twin daughters. Hi. How's it going, Michael Enns? Hi, girls. It's going well. How's everybody doing out there? Biscuiteers. So this is the one opportunity they're, they're to talk. They're shy. Yeah. Aw, that's so cute. It smells like biscuits and gravy in here, too. What's cooking? Good oh, looking. yeah. Mm-hmm. He's got to change their diaper. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been watching lately, Michael Enns? Um, you know, I just finished up The Expanse. That was really good. That was a fun show. Um, I don't really have anything on my plate other than uh, waiting for Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, uh, we've been, I've been watching WandaVision as well, and that's looking pretty good. And I did, I gotta say, I did really enjoy season five of The Expanse. I think it was possibly my favorite season so far. I liked when Earth got hit by the giant meteor and killed everybody. I voted for the giant meteor in 2020. Oh, yeah. yeah. Giant meteor 2020. It's good to be alive. It's good, good to, to be, be alive. alive. It's good to be alive. No, what is it? You hear that sound? That means it's time for Biscuits and or Gravy News. Thanks for tuning into the Biscuits and Gravy Show right here on KAKU. KAKU 88.5, the voice of Maui. Biscuits. Coming up on the show, we got Spoiler Alert, we got Gluttony Club, and we got Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. Stay tuned for the local show and a bunch of lame music. But first, <laughs> biscuit and or gravy news. Yeah, did you know that like all the radio stations in the country are owned by Clear Channel? Except for this one. Except for, <laughs> except for KKU 88.5, yeah. the voice of gravy, because we are public broadcasting. You know what's the opposite of Clear? Gravy. <laughs> this is Gravy Channel Communications. And that sound can be one thing and one thing only. It's time for Biscuit and or Gravy News, which mm-hmm. is presented in part from an endowment from Benedict Cumberbatch's Slumber Mattress, available exclusively at Chris Tucker's Mattresses. And also by Benedict Cumberbatch's Pack Mules. Get unencumbered with Benedict Cumberbatch's Pack Mules. And now, Biscuit and or Gravy News with Vince Vody. So w- this is an international version of Biscuits and or Gravy News. No way! L'international. So I've got two little gravy-based news stories for you. One comes from our neighbor to the north. Canada. Canada. Actually, we're in Hawaii, so our neighbor to the north is probably what? Samoa. Everybody. <laughs> but our neighbor to the north, Canada, uh, a couple enterprising young entrepreneurs have started something called the gravy train. The 
gravy train. Now, this was kind of based on the idea of poutine and people ordering poutine at home. Mm-hmm. So, you know, with the whole pandemic thing, a lot of people can't go out to restaurants. Uh, a lot of people are stuck at home, and they're doing, like, DoorDash and Uber Eats and all that stuff, right? Chee-hoo. Um, where their people are getting their food delivered to their house. Mm-hmm. Is, is it legal here to get alcohol delivered? No, it's not. Because I know in some states you can get... In many states you can. In some states you can get alcohol delivered. I know... There was a stripper delivery alcohol service. (laughs) It was killer. Well, in Canada, not only are they doing food and alcohol delivered to your house, but they also... They realized that people were kind of missing live shows. Yeah. And people, people having, like live music while they were dining. I'm missing that, too. So they, they, they partnered up with some local musicians. No way. And the musicians are doing the DoorDash, where pretty much musicians... Well, it's like a mariachi band comes <laughs> and gives you an enchilada? First of all, musicians pretty much were already... DoorDashers. Doing DoorDash. <laughs> if, you're, if you're a musician, you probably were already supporting yourself with DoorDash. The drummer lives at his job, <laughs> which is his ex-girlfriend's car. <laughs> so... The, what they're doing is they're having musicians do the DoorDash, and then they'll go deliver the food to the people. And then while the people are eating, they'll set up outside the house and play a little concert. And so the neighbors what? can come. And as long as everybody is socially distanced, you know, the neighbors can kind of, like, come over and listen. And you can eat your food, and the person will sit, like, right on your porch and play live music for you. And they'll usually do a short gig, maybe, like, three, five songs, something like that, up to an hour. What? Yeah, so it's it's kind of a cool way where it's helping to not only keep uh, local musicians afloat in these trying times because, you know, they're not getting shows, but mm. it's also helping food sales for struggling restaurants. That's great. Yeah, so it's pretty cool, and people are loving it because people have been cooped up in their house. This is like a, a welcome distraction, and mm. so they're like the neighbors will come over, and they're getting lots of tips. Like they'll put out a little tip jar and just set they up a little. They better be getting tips. Yeah, they're just setting up a little amp on there. And it's called Gravy Train? It's called the Gravy Train, yeah. Wow. It's, it's a nod to Canada's uh, love of poutine. <sighs> That's killer, man. Yeah, so it's a really cool idea. I thought that was really smart where it's like, if you're a musician, I like Canadian bands, yeah, like, Rush. <laughs> like Rush, like <laughs> Rush. But I, this is a really cool idea because not because nothing warms your heart. I know, like a little gravy. Train. I can tell you as a comedian that when you when you're a performer and you don't get to perform for a long time, when I perform, sometimes I get a little bit of anxiety. You know, I feel the same way about sex. But when you <laughs> performance anxiety <laughs> if i don't perform for a while you're like oh no it starts to get all built up and then you need a release uh-huh. and then i am only on stage for four minutes any natural performer after a while is going to miss performing so this yeah. is this is it goes both ways people are getting their food they're getting to get a little distraction and hear some music while they're eating their food and the the musicians get to make money doing their craft and they get to perform for people once again which is something that they haven't been able to do for a long time. Everyone who wins. Yeah. Everyone's a winner, baby. So now, the only problem with that is it's February and it's Canada. Right. So, so your food it is snow outside and warm. it is kind of it is a little bit well you don't have to eat outside. They'll like go drop off the food and then they'll set up an amp on the person's porch and then just kind of play. So it is probably a little bit cold for them outside, but you know, they're Canadians. They're used to a little cold. They can <laughs> they can handle the cold. I have some biscuit and or gravy news as well when you're done. Uh, well, I was thinking that maybe we should follow up on this and do something that's comedy related. I think it would be cool if I started doing DoorDash and then just invite myself into the people's house and start doing comedy, un- unwanted stand-up comedy. <laughs> <laughs> You're just bringing a portable <laughs> with you? <laughs> just, 
Hey, how's everybody doing tonight? What's the deal with takeout list? Enjoying your food over here? How you how you guys doing? Now this guy's slurping it up. They're like, um, you're supposed to leave after you drop off the food. No. <laughs> They're like, where are you guys from? You have nice teeth. <laughs> okay, what's your biscuits and or gravy news? Biscuit and or gravy news is proudly presented by Grant from Paul Rubin's Beef Jerky. Need a shot of protein? <laughs> Nobody knows more about jerk meat than Paul Rubin's. It's a great snack to, to take, take to, the, to the, movies. the movies. Today's show is also provided by a largest from Anthony Hopkins Pogo Sticks. When you want to get hopping, get, get Hopkins. Get Hopkins. The Anthony Hopkins Pogo Stick Foundation. Joplin, Missouri, which is just as ugly as Janice Joplin. Okay. Hot take on Janice Joplin. <laughs> there's a there's a place called Rumors. She was not attractive. Though. And they are doing a biscuit and gravy competition. This Sunday. I heard so whispers of such a thing. Check it out. There's a biscuit and gravy. They're always looking for new exciting events, but the weather has gotten everyone down. And they said, quote, the best way to cheer people up is with biscuits and gravy. Oh, don't we know it? <laughs> Warms That's me sure. heart. Mm. Now, what's better, making biscuits and gravy during a competition at Rumors? Or eating biscuits and gravy and listening to the album Rumors by Fleetwood Mac. Way better. Or having a show biscuits and gravy and shouting rumors about Jew space lasers. (laughs) (laughs) Which QAnon moving to France. So excited. Actually, we're going to do a little Q watch at the end of the show. Ooh, baby. But before we do that, I I should mention that the KFC in Britain... Has struck again, or as I like to call it, the UKFC. UKFC. UKFC and Pizza Huts are bringing are teaming up once again to bring you the popcorn and gravy chicken pizza. Do you remember? I do. Because we talked about this the last time that they did that. I think they yep. did it a year or so ago. I'd and say so this they is are the bringing stuff it back. That dreams are made of, but this is the stuff when you take too much Tylenol PM are made of. Fever dreams. It's a weird dream. <laughs> It's a weird fever dream pizza. So it's a ba- your basic pizza crust. Then it's got a layer of gravy, a layer of cheese, popcorn, chicken, and sweet corn. Nothing uh, more Italian than that. Sweet corn, <laughs> Chuck, yeah. uh, which I thought was kind of interesting. I did put sweet corn on, remember around Thanksgiving time, I made the Thanksgiving pizza? I do. Um, which came out. Not great. It was, not only was it not great, it was <laughs> it was not good. I don't know exactly what went wrong with the thanksgiving pizza but it was it was <laughs> less than ideal let's just put it that way thanksgiving so, good for thanksgiving sandwiches yeah but not for pizza but i have a feeling that i mean it must have done good the, it must have done well the first time right <laughs> for them to bring it back yeah for them to bring it back it must have wait it until been taco popular. bell does like a thanksgiving taco like they're already taco bell oh. and pizza huts together and there's like wing street Oh, Chuck, that's such a good idea. Yeah, or they should bring back Boston Market. Like, remember Boston Market? Yeah, Yeah. Boston Market's still around, aren't they? Are they? I think Boston Markets are still on the East Coast. Mm. Because they just they just uh, recently did a press release about something with uh, gravy. I think. Oh, of course. (laughs) I, I got a news update about it. Okay, around Thanksgiving time. When I was making all the Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving sandwiches are always good. You know, mm-hmm. you take all your Thanksgiving leftovers, turkey, stuffing, cranberry sauce, corn, etc. Corn. 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 Corn to be alive. It's corn to be alive. But then I decided to try doing it with a wrap. Where yeah. I did, where I did a wrap. Why would you do that? I, well, Chuck, I got to tell you, 
It was pretty great. As a matter mm. of fact, it was almost better than eating a Thanksgiving sandwich no. because the wrap, it doesn't, you know, when you bite into a Thanksgiving sandwich and the gravy spills out the side, yeah, everything kind of falls out of the sandwich. With a wrap, the flavor's got nowhere to run. Nowhere to <laughs> run to, baby. <laughs> the flavor's got nowhere to hide, Chuck, so all the gravy stays in the wrap. Because when I'm eating a Thanksgiving sandwich, the gravy will like, it will kind of like spill out onto mm-hmm. the plate and it gets all over your hands. When you're eating a wrap, the gravy stays in the wrap. Nice. Yeah, so it's it's if you need to eat a Thanksgiving sandwich on the go, that's the way to go. And would you have it with corn? Corn. But that's what that's what made me think when you said Taco Bell, what if they did <laughs> corn, to corn to be, be alive. alive. So what if Taco Bell was able to do some sort of like a crunch wrap supreme? Instead of the crunchy taco, it could be crunchy turkey skin in the middle. Oh Yeah. That would be so good. It'd be so good. I would Come on, Taco Bell, get on Why this. Why can't you just have a saucer of turkey? Taco, Taco Bell! Get on this. It's got to have the the stuffing, the cranberry sauce, the corn, the sweet corn, and then like a crisp, like crispy. It's going to have, obviously, the turkey, but then it can also have like the crispy turkey skin. I found out an interesting fact about Taco Bell. This and week. then cheese, and then just put it all and melt it all together in mm. a crunch wrap. Chuck, that would be amazing. It'd be so good. Would you put sour cream on it? I well with mashed potatoes, yeah. Yeah, you could put mashed potatoes Bro, in there Taco too. Bro, Taco Bell's got a sour cream gun. It would be. Uh, I need a sour cream gun. Bro, bro. Ah, <laughs> uh. I. It's like a like a caulk gun, but for cream. But it's got sour cream on the inside. Remember when Obama Have had you ever seen them use that? Caulkers? It literally looks like a caulk gun. Yeah, it is a caulk gun. Today's show is brought to us by Macaulay Culkin's caulk guns. <laughs> got a big big project to tackle. Oh, no, that's Mark don't Hamill's Hammer Time. Remodel don't remodel your home alone. <laughs> don't remodel your home alone. That's the tag for Macaulay Culkin's Caught Guns. Mm. Today's show is presented in a part by Rick Astley's Rickshaw Rides. He's never going to let you down, but he will pick you up in one of his fabulous, fabulous rickshaws. rickshaws. Did you see that they remastered the Rick Astley? And it's, it's, it's so great. Yeah, so guys, if you haven't seen it, this isn't like a Rick Roll thing. This is a real thing. <laughs> they somebody took the original Rick Astley music video for "Never Gonna Let You Down" and, and they, remastered it. They remastered it in, into 4K, so now it's in like HD 4K. It looks great. And I gotta tell you, it looks fantastic. It used to look like potato. It well now it looks good. <laughs> is that hate speech? I don't think so. I don't think you're allowed to say potato because friend of the show Shane Shane got in trouble on Facebook for calling somebody a potato. Mm, more on that next week. <laughs> Which Shane, you know what you did. Shane. You know why? You, do you know why you're not allowed to call people potatoes? No. Oh, you don't know this? No. Okay. So, people with Down syndrome no have too many chromosomes no, and they actually have the same amount of chromosomes as potatoes. Uh, what? Because <laughs> potatoes have more chromosomes than humans. They have like, I don't know what the numbers are, but I think it's we have like 21 and potatoes have 24. What? So. Yeah, so if you call somebody a potato, it's actually like a derogatory term for That's jumping with, through too many hoops. You have to know a lot about genetics and science for mm. f- to even understand that slur. Hmm. If you think potato's offensive, give us a call at 808-873-3435. But also, uh you can say something's potato quality like if um 
I like I think that's what you were saying. Like pe- yeah. people say if you if you see like a bad picture of something, it's like what did you take that with a potato? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying. But you yeah. yeah, so you can use potato to make fun of technology, but if you can't use it to make fun of humans. Interesting. I wonder how soon it's going to take for the robots to get angry about that. <laughs> like um did so, you see on YouTube they banned a, a chess YouTube channel because Yes, because the algorithm saw uh, white saw, and black. Yeah. Saw people talking about black and white and they they flagged it cuz they thought mm. it was hate speech. Mm. Mm. And mm. it was also talking about queens. Hey, oh. <laughs> corn. Oh, corn. What's with right. microgreens? <laughs> Is that like veal for for vegetarians? That's uh We have baby cilantro for you today. That's what you buy very expensive weed. <laughs> you can only afford a little micro microgreens. A little microgreen. Um uh, anything else for biscuits and or gravy news? That's it for biscuit and or gravy news. So if you're in the uh Missouri area on Route 66 this week. Missouri. Missouri by Joplin Town. Step on over to our good friends down at Rumors. No one's listening to this. They're all listening to Obama and Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, that's why you shouldn't have plugged the Obama thing till the end of the show, Chuck. I keep telling you. Um, But, yes, if you're in the U.K., try one of those popcorn chicken pizzas. Put a slice in the FedEx. Send it over to us. I want to taste it. Yep. And then know as you're is. drinking the gravy, pour one out for me. Pour some gravy out on the curb for your fallen Chuck sauce. Thanks for tuning in to KAKU, KAKU 88.5, the voice of Maui. This is the Biscuits and Gravy Show, Maui's hot topic radio show, where we talk about corn and love gravy. Gravy is the language of love. Love gravy. I love gravy. There's this uh, Muslim philosophy book called Love is the Gravy. Wait, is that Some real? people have translated it to wine, but I think it should be gravy. I, <laughs> I think it's all in the gravy, baby. It's all in the gravy, baby. Oh, nice. Thank you. Studio assistant over here. Our, studi- our studio assistant, Diana, just brought Chuck some water. Yes. He was looking very parched. Where's just my, my water? Just for my bong. No one likes you, man. <laughs> it's all a, about me. It's just a glass of dirty bong water. Mm. Uh, so you know what dirty bong water smells like? Potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Corn! Corn! Well, I guess we're going to have to trim down the subject of the FBI plotting against Malcolm X. More about that next week. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're not going to talk about that. Yeah. Who would have thought the law enforcement agency would try to bring down people who are trying to get change in America? Mm, it, mm. I mean, it's, it's certainly not like the FBI assassinated Martin Luther King. <laughs> <laughs> And we are off the air. Uh, Coming up on the show, we have a nice recipe for a Sunday morning quiche. But first, the (laughs) FBI killing. Uh, So uh, do you have anything for Gluttony Club? I just want to just shout out to my my sous vide guys out there. I'd buy that for a dollar. I was cleaning out my freezer. I found, I, I don't remember this, but I bought a cow a couple months ago. What? I bought like sixty pounds of wagyu. Oh, from Costco. And no, I bought it from a restaurant that was going out of business. Oh, what? And it was frozen, which is actually easier if you borrow your neighbor's diamond bit saw. He's like, "What are you chopping wood up?" And I'm like, "No, cow." <laughs> Bone saw is ready. So I couldn't afford grade A five triple whatever wagyu. But right. I can get like technically wagyu. You can get going out of business I wagyu. Rump- I can get going out of business <laughs> wagyu. <laughs> It was $6 a pound. Going out of business Wagyu is the best Wagyu. So I had uh, cryovac a bag that I just wrote meat chunks. 
put them in a stew is That's what I wrote. Vague. Meat chunks. Note to self. Put them in a stew. <laughs> put them in the oven. So I said I put them in <laughs> in the meat jacuzzi okay. for about six hours. Sounds delicious. And all I did for dinner, all I had to do was I chopped up an onion, cooked it in butter till it was clear, added wine, added some chicken stock, added some crushed tomatoes, <sighs> and then I dumped the bag of unseasoned meat jacuzzi adventure beef chunks in it, put some salt and pepper, garlic, tossed it over some pierogies, bomb, bomb adventures. And that was all right. That was meat jacuzzi mm. adventures. Wagyu fat there. tastes so good. That sounds so delicious. There and was a fat chunk meal. that wouldn't dissolve, so I had it on one side of my mouth. And I created a vacuum so it sucked through Your the teeth? other side. Oh, my lordy. <laughs> Woo! Well, you just look like you got some tingles and jingles I'm over so there. I'm so happy. I've been, <laughs> I'm like, been with the same woman for four years. Because she's like, what are you doing in there? And I'm like, chewing and spitting. Sucking fat from one side of my enough. mouth to the other side. She's like, up oh, again. Again. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you do that yesterday? Yesterday. So isn't there, I feel like he got yourself into the same quandary as like Lucille Ball. <laughs> do you remember, there was an episode of I Love Lucy where they decided to go buy meat, but they didn't know how much a side of beef was. Yeah, so it's so th- all the cow. <laughs> so they they bought a side of beef, and then like it got delivered to the house, and they're like, oh my god, it was like all the beef in the world. All the beef. So they didn't... <laughs> oh, I love Lucy. It's more like Into the Wild, where he has to butcher it, and he dies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't have anything to talk about for Gluttony Club, because I'm bitter. Yeah, what are you doing this week? Um, and instead of calling it a diet, you call it a challenge? <laughs> it's not a diet. It's a challenge. I'm like, oh, Vince and Anna are on a diet. I hang I'm out do- with Vince. It's like, I'm doing this gluten-free challenge. It's a no, I'm doing a no-carb diet. No-carb, w- no-sugar challenge. For one week. And, yeah, that's, what, that's something you don't learn in school is that sugar is carbs. Yeah, and addicting. So when you – yes, exactly. <laughs> the World Health Organization uh, knew that, and they who? they took money from the sugar industry to to downplay that fact. Yeah, and then so they I'm looking at you. On, who they had a war on fats instead, and then heart attack rates went up. Who who? <laughs> so I'm I'm a little bit bitter about the fact that I can't eat any sugar or carbs. And you're a little bitter because you can't eat any sugar. Yeah, ah! exactly. Ah! Um, but I guess I have been eating a lot of. D- <laughs> Not funny, Chuck. <laughs> you didn't give up cheese, did you? <laughs> nope. I still, I can still eat cheese. Oh. I can still eat bacon. Oh. So I mean, that's really that all sounds, you need. That sounds good. I've been eating a lot of eggs too. Eggs, like hard-boiled eggs. I egg. can tell because you got the farts in here. That's why I thought it smelled like Boston Market. Okay, that's not why, but uh, okay. <laughs> it's because I'm running an underground Boston Market out of my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I mean, living living a living. bacon and cheese life isn't that bad. That's like the Atkins diet is bacon and cheese. But I'm just yeah, I'm tr- yeah, exactly, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, that's what the Atkins diet was was. I don't know why they call it Atkins. It's more like ad rolls. Yeah. <laughs> I get fat eating bacon and brie all the time. I had a friend in college who lost a lot of weight doing Atkins, but he was also doing a lot of heroin. Oh. So <laughs> I don't know if it was the Atkins or the heroin, but. I just drink and smoke. I don't do enough heroin. To he gained weight. the weight back. That's oh. needless to say. Is that good or bad? I don't know. <laughs> that works. Corn. Corn. 
All right, you ready to get into possibly my favorite part of the show? Oh, dog, are you going to ruin a bunch of movies that have been out for 30 years? Yes, of course. <laughs> it's funny because some of them have been out for 30 years. Even it's funny, longer. Like, movies that came out in like the 60s are like 60 years old. That's, Whoa. Um, <sighs> that's like ridiculous to think about. Mm-hmm. Mm. Spoiler alert is brought to us by Selma Hayek's Kayaks. Paddle from dusk till dawn for when you need to cross a river. <laughs> Thanks for tuning into the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Biscuits and Gravy right here on KAKU, KAKU 88.5, The Voice of Maui. I'm Chuck Sauce. He is Vincent Fody. We're going to finish today's episode off with an educational segment like Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. And before we dive <laughs> into spoiler alert, I want to remind our listeners that funding for the Biscuits and Gravy and such high-quality programming that brings you morning wood <laughs> and blaming things on Jew space lasers mm-hmm. is presented in a part by an endowment from our good friends down at Uretha Franklin's Vasectomy Clinic. R-E-S-P-E-C-T will cut you where you touch to pee. Biscuits and Gravy is also presented in part by Tim Allen's Wrench is Great for Turning, State's Evidence. I'm kind of a little bit sad, Chuck. Because Tim Allen is coming back to TV and it looks like garbage. Well, that's also one of the reasons why I'm sad. But <laughs> He was doing I'm, a one-man show in Vegas. I'm sad because... I know that because only one man showed up. <laughs> oh, got him. Got him. Got it, you, Tim hey. Allen. Take that, Tim <laughs> Allen. <laughs> I, re- I watched Santa Claus over Christmas. That movie's stupid. The Santa Claus? The Santa Claus. <laughs> Anywho... So, dystopian futures, Biscuiteers, Gravy Gals. Oh, is that where you want to start? Dystopian futures, dystopian present, okay? Yeah, we technically, we, technically. Are, we are in a dystopian future right now. We're in a boring dystopia. Yeah. But don't worry, sucks. Biden's going to bring things back to normal, and we'll be using cruise missiles to bomb brown children in other countries. And making <sighs> friends with CNN and before no time. Yeah, I can't wait till we get back to the status quo, mm-hmm. where we're where we're killing other people, not yeah, just not Americans. Stuff. Do uh, you remember the great action era of the '80s and the '90s, Vincent Fody? I do, Chuck. The stuff that TBS and TNT Sunday mornings were all about. Edited movies that were now four hours long and took out all the fun <laughs> blood parts of them. Um, you know, it's funny. You can watch RoboCop for free on YouTube. But it's like the edit it for TV version, mm. so it's it's all like you mother fudge cake. That's that's awesome. <laughs> I like that you, better. Why don't you shut the front door? <laughs> so a lot of claymation in RoboCop. They didn't really know what direction to go in because they do use some CGI. There's not. They use a lot of modeling in it, but there's. Some I wouldn't say there's a lot of claymation. There's one scene that's not good. Where, <laughs> where one scene that's not good. There's one scene where they use claymation, but. I will admit that the claymation has not stood the test of time. So we got Arnold Schwarzenegger, top runner, no pun intended, <laughs> for being in a lot of futuristic dystopian movies. Right. Yeah? So uh, uh, one of the reasons why I watched The Running Man this week was, A, because we were talking about it last week on the show. You know it, bro. But B, also, I don't know if you know this, but they're remaking The Running Man. Oh. Yeah. So the That's com- why I want to run for president, Vincent Fody. I want a four-year hiatus on remaking movies. Yeah, we talked about this a uh, couple of weeks ago where you, you know, said if you became president. gay rights. That's you it. You name it. I don't care. Whatever. You're Chuck's only platform is that he's going to stop people from remaking classic movies. That's all I want, everybody. I'm looking at you, and I'll win. You know why? Because I'm going to blame everything on the Hollywood elites and forgetting middle America. And also, you know, 
I think liberals are tired of remake culture also. <sighs> I, I can go either <sighs> way on cancel culture, but remake culture, <sighs> I'm sick of it. But yes, I so I watched Running Man, and I gotta say, Running Man. Okay, Running Man. What is Running Man? In, in 1987, um, it takes place in Fine 20 year. It takes place in 2019, which was two years ago, bro. Which was two years ago, and I gotta say, they were pretty pretty close. Mm-hmm. So Running Man is Richard Dawkins from Family Feud, of course, <laughs> is the host of a TV show where people run to where death, criminals and try to get killed, where criminals have to go through this gauntlet. Um, and while people are trying to kill them, and then if you survive and win, then you get like a pardon. Except they use deep fake and CGI to fake Arnold Schwarzenegger being guilty, and also they use deep fake and CGI to fake the winners being on a tropical island. That with is people correct. With what they fought in the eighties had beautiful breasts. So uh, if we're if we're talking about television reality shows Yo, going out of control, where she tries to. Hide the original film up her hoo ha. Oh yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger is like, "Where did you hide that?" And she's like, gives he him like a wink, smells <laughs> his fingers. It's gross. <laughs> That's what I call a thumb drive. Am I right, everybody? I don't, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think he smelled his fingers in the movie. I don't I'll, know what version you're. I'll watching. have to. I'll have to watch that again. But I gotta say, as far as predicting dystopian future. 2019, they were pretty much on the ball. I cannot. And they predicted deepfake technology, which came, which became very popular in 2019. States are actually outlawing the death penalty now. I cannot believe we are not forcing criminals to fight to the death. We have no problem forcing criminals who are just too poor to afford bail to get in debt and stay in prison forever right. and just make license plates and women's underwear. And I don't know. I'm basing this a lot of uh, I mean, Orange is the New Black. Technically, we still have the death penalty in this country. Yeah. So one would argue that at least giving them a chance to win mm-hmm. and escape would be more humane than just simply executing somebody. When I was a senior in high school, there were two people named Chuck Thompson on death row in <laughs> Texas. <laughs> what? Two people named Chuck Thompson. You better be careful they don't pull the old Ernest goes to jail switcheroo. One of them was retarded, so Texas had no problem killing them because Texas is a dumb, dumb state. The other person, also named Chuck Thompson, escaped from prison, and he got drunk, and they found him in a phone booth dialing all his exes, drinking <laughs> a pitcher of rum. Who he, breaks out of jail who, just to just to drunk dial your exes? That's... The worst the possible dumbest thing you could do, Chuck that, Thompson. That is the worst choice you could possibly make. So, but in, then again, people who make good choices usually don't end up on death row. In Running Man, Arnold Schwarzenegger is a helicopter pilot, and this military guy's like bomb innocent brown kids, and he's like, no, that part of no, it's not very they futuristic. Were, they were they were white people. That's oh. that's oh. why it was so controversial. Okay, All right, because cool. just like what was the, the Matt Damon movie Elysium? Matt Damon, where <laughs> everyone becomes Mexican, where it's and that's the lower class, the, where the the dystopian future is that white people have to live like Mexican people live now. Yeah, <laughs> and that's like no, we can't live in a world like that. Uh-huh. Um, so uh, Running Man. I gotta say, it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. Great villains in Running Man. Yeah, there's um, that fat guy that looks like the light up things, right? <laughs> yeah, he has like he has like it looks like a big light bright. Like, yeah, that's what I was thinking about light bright. He just has little LED yeah. lights all over him. So my favorite dystopian uh, movie probably. Hold on, have you seen Ernest Goes to Jail? No. <laughs> I have a joke about it though. You've never seen Ernest Goes to Jail? No. Okay, so Jim Varney visits a prison. 
and there's a guy in prison who looks just like him. who looks exactly like him. Exactly. Never seen it. Can predict this movie. So <laughs> and so the guy pulls the old switcheroo on him, oh, and then no. Ernest ends up getting sent to prison, and the evil Ernest ends up trying to take over Ernest's life. Evil Ernest. So that's why you should not go to Texas. <laughs> <laughs> they might confuse you for the mentally challenged Chuck Thompson. And put you in on death row. Oh no! I'm I'm sure Chuck. Chuck. Also, what does that Chuck, say about your morals if you're going to kill somebody who is mentally challenged? Chuck, I'm sure that both those people are dead by now, so there's I'm probably sure. nothing to worry about. <laughs> um, okay, so what else did I watch? I watched RoboCop, which also came out in 1997 and or 1987. Portrays Detroit super well. It portrays Detroit, Detroit in the year 2028, mm-hmm. um, where they 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 have like robot cops. Yes. And one, one <laughs> You don't say. And then well they have the one that's a robot that's the claymation that you were talking about. But then they also have a cyborg cop, which yeah. is RoboCop himself. And I got to say by 2028 this is starting to look very legit. Yeah. So I'm going to give them a thumbs up for RoboCop. Uh Demolition Man took place in 1993. They got to stop making these movies. They got to make them farther in the future. Demolition Man was made in 93. But the dystopian future that they start off in the beginning of the movie is in 1996. So they didn't really give themselves enough time. Like, granted, they do freeze, uh, they freeze Wesley Snipes. Yes. And then they thaw him back out in 2032. Mm-hmm. So most of the movie takes place in 2032. But the movie is still operating under the assumption that in 20 in 1996, three years from the move the time the movie was made. That we were going to be cryogenically freezing people on a mass scale. To go to prison where we could re-educate them to learn how to crochet. Subconsciously. That's yes. true. He does learn how to crochet while yeah, he's... Dude. while he's. <laughs> so in the movie, oh, A, Sandra Bullock is hot, which we all know is not true. Right. B, Sylvester Stallone tries to have sex with Sandra Bullock... And he's all about it, and then they just put on a lame hat and have oh, virtual sex. Yeah, and in 2032. We were just talking about this. I can't wait until we take the passion and the love and the physical thing out of sex, and we can just put on porn helmets. So they didn't correctly predict 1996, but it looks like they may have correctly predicted 2032. And, of course, Taco Bell is the only restaurant. Oh, Pizza Hut. Uh, pe- no, it's Taco Bell. No, it's Pizza Hut. I'm telling you. I know you just saw it. I'm pretty sure it's Taco Bell. It's pizza because I, t- I texted you when it happened. I know, and I think you're wrong. Okay, well, you're wrong. All right. But <laughs> we'll, we'll do that on – no, don't look it up. All right. We'll just You can just be wrong. I'll bet you five bucks it's Taco Bell. Okay, I'll bet you five bucks it's Pizza Hut. All right, you, you got You want to look it up right now? Yes. All right, we're going to look this up on the radio and set a little bet. Taco Bell Demolition Man. Fast food demolition man. Taco Bell told you. It's not Taco Bell. Yes. Oh, my God. So, for some non-American releases, references to Taco Bell were changed to Pizza Hut. Wait, what? I'm watching so a non-American both version? Of them, and this is what I hate. These liberal elites are trying to change our memory, Vincent Vody. Wait, so you're telling me that they, they re-edited it to put Pizza Hut instead of Taco Bell for international releases. We just discovered the biggest biscuit bump on the show. So I guess we owe each other five dollars. Yeah, never gonna happen. Uh, so Demolition Man also has Rob Schneider in it, and he's unaccredited in the movie. Really? But he's he has You're a the international version. He has a very prominent role in the movie. Yeah. And I thought that was weird. And then I was watching Judge Dredd, and it turned out Judge Dredd also has 
Rob Schneider in it. Rob Schneider Rob is the character. Unaccredited. So Ro- <laughs> Judge Dredd was made in 1995. Judge Dredd depicts the future in 2139. So they I gotta made give, it smart and put uh, it in the future. That's the smart thing to do. When you're making a science fiction movie, make it in the future far enough so that you won't live to see your predictions be wrong. Hmm. I think that's what all science fiction Best should do. Best part about Demolition Man, not only that Taco Bells are everywhere, but they've gotten rid of toilet paper and they use seashells. One of the other dystopic future movies that I watched was Escape from New York. Okay. Always a classic. That might not be my Escape favorite. Not Escape from L.A. Not Escape from L.A. It's Escape from New York. Which is the one where he surfs. I think that's, that's LA. LA. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I also watched another futuristic movie called Alita Battle Angel. Never heard of it. Starring Christoph Waltz. What? Yeah. Uh, Academy Award winner Christoph Waltz. It's. Uh, oh, it's he a- won the Academy Award from the Green Hornet, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was in the, the Jungle Book remake. <laughs> I think he won his Oscar mm, for. Right. I also watched Moon. I love Moon. Another dystopic future movie. Very kind of psychological horror. Spoiler alert. He is a clone. Spoiler alert. uh, Yeah, he is a clone in the future. Uh, I watched the movie Hot Rod. Love it. This week. That's not a very futuristic dystopic movie. That is not a futuristic movie. Something seems out of order here. Yes. This Hot Rod was my comedic relief. But then it came in handy because literally last night at Trivia, there was a question about Hot Rod, which I nailed. And we won by one point. Because I literally had watched the show the night before. Nice. Uh, So that worked out really well. Um, Also, in the non-futuristic dystopian movie genre. Movies on spoiler alert on Biscuits and Gravy, (laughs) K-A-K-U. I watched a movie called The Little Things. Which is a movie that I believe is in theaters now, but it also got released on HBO Max. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? It's a Denzel it's Washington movie. It's got the guy from 30 Seconds to Mars. It's got Jared Leto, friend of the show, Jared Leto. He has that cult in Florida. Academy Award winner slash cult leader, Jared Leto. That's true. He actually has his own cult. Yep. He has like his own island. Look it up, people. Uh, oh, and uh, Remy Malik from Mr. Robot. Oh, who, yeah. Who also played uh, the guy from Queen. He's in a lot of good movies. I definitely give him a lot of a lot of props. Yeah, he's not a bad actor, I got to say. Now, the, uh, the Little Things is sort of like a kind of like a seven type movie. It's sort of like if somebody made a, a season of True Detective, but it was only a two hour movie. Mm. And so it was kind of good. Jared Leto plays this creepy serial killer type guy. But is he? all the all the acting in the movie is is really good, but the movie plot kind of fizzles out and is a little anticlimactic at the end, unfortunately. Oh. But still, if you got nothing else to do, it's not Which it's most not people a bad do have watch. Nothing else to do, right? Um, I finished watching Godless on if Netflix. You have enough free time to listen to Biscuits and Gravy. You, you have no free time. You for have you can watch all the little things on HBO. Godless. Max. Who else is in that? Uh, that's Jeff Daniels. Okay. So I I don't know if you remember last week. I heard we he has really good acting this. range in that. Jeff Daniels is fantastic in the show Godless. It's a mm-hmm. mini series, so it's only like seven episodes. So if you like westerns, because I but you don't want to get into like a full western series, like I just watched Hell on Wheels and I watched <gasps> Deadwood, you know, and so and the guy from Deadwood's in Hot Rods, full circle, bro. And sometimes you don't want to start an entire period piece show. But this is just a miniseries. It's only seven hours, seven episodes. So you can you can definitely knock that out in, over the course of a day or two, which is what I did. And it's very dark, and it's really good. Spoiler alert, if you're going to watch it, Jeff Daniels gets shot at the end. Oh, no. Ah, they finally get him. does he die? Uh, also on Netflix, if you're watching stuff on Netflix, watch Godless. But you can also watch Chappelle Show now is streaming Chappelle again. Show. Great British Bake Off. 
I've been watching a lot of Jeopardy on there. And, oh, we should mention, do you want to talk about Woody Allen? I would love to. Okay, so this is a little bit controversial. There is a docu docuseries mm-hmm. on HBO Max right now. Yep. Which is about Woody Allen and so Mia Farrow. Woody Allen had a couple of good movies in the 70s that became cult classics. You could say he's funny, but he's been coasting for a while. He definitely he has been resting on his laurels for a long 62 time. 62 when he Annie married Hall, his stepdaughter? Annie Hall is a really good movie, and Manhattan are, bo- are both really Annie good Annie Hall's movies. really great. Yeah, they're he's both very neurotic and they're it's both funny. They're great movies. Banana, he does that Banana Republic movie. That's funny. Bananas. Bananas, yeah. He also does one where he t- where it takes place in like a dystopic future also. Oh, yeah. He's frozen for 100 years. Right. And he gets out, and he's like, oh, my Freudian therapist would have only had 100 more years to go to cure me. Ah. And yeah. then he also does one where it's all about sex. Oh, yeah, surprised I didn't watch There's that a scene one. where he dresses up as like a giant sperm or something. Oh, sweet. Um, you've never seen that one? No, never. Yeah, no, I'm intrigued. But um, so, what's this documentary about? About his great life choices? <laughs> so, uh, is it Mia Farrow? Yeah, was his wife Mia Farrow, and she accused him of. They went through a, a nasty divorce. Okay. And she accused him. Wasn't a clean break. It was not a clean break. She accused him of molesting their son, Dylan, Whoa. at the time. Um, which More like Diddlin. Which he has categorically denied. Okay. Um, although it does. He did marry his daughter. Although so. he did have. Okay. So he had an adopted daughter named Soon Yi. Soon Yi. Soon Yi. Who was from like, Cambodia or something. I don't know. Yeah, and so then after adopting her and raising her, then he married her. Yeah, which and is, now he has his own little holiday in Cambodia, which is kind of weird. Um, now, uh, Soon Yi, I mean, to be fair, well, I don't, I don't think there is a way to be fair. To, <laughs> to be fair, he, he married his you, his his adopted daughter. You're telling me, which is weird. You're 62 years old. You wouldn't find your adopted daughter in her 20s hot. I mean, I, I I would say no, but uh, whatevs. <laughs> Whatever, you know. I don't know. I mean, le- I, she's legally not your daughter, but it's still weird. It's weird, dude. It's, it's weird. If you think uh, people so, shouldn't marry their daughters, but I mean, it was, give us a call it But it was consensual. It's not like he... And she was old enough, she, but... And she claimed that he never molested her or did anything inappropriate until she was yeah, of age. So do you think like, she just has Stockholm Syndrome? I don't know. I do don't you think know, he man. had? Do you think he spent her whole life grooming her, or do you think it's just a really weird and twisted love story between two consenting adults? Just I mean, Harold, they're still together. Harold and Maude. And now she's old, and now he's older. They're still together. Yeah. So I mean, if it was just a grooming situation, or if he wasn't treating her right, she probably would have left at some point. Mm, I don't right? know about that. Who I don't knows? know. Or. I don't know. If you know anything about marrying your adopted daughter, give us a call, 808-873-3435. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> You'd buy your daughter for a dollar? Do you know where, now we're talking. Do you know where that clip is from? No. It's from RoboCop. Oh, that's right. That's, <laughs> the, that's the fake TV show. It's, the, it's the, the, the running gag throughout the movie RoboCop. Jesus Christ. Um, okay. Uh, so the, the, the weird thing is that HBO is still – streaming at least six different Woody Allen movies. Yeah, and they are own the and, Criterion Collection, which owns all the Woody Allen classics. Right, and they're also the ones streaming the docuseries accusing Woody Allen of inappropriate behavior. Well, you play so both sides, so that way you always win. 
can you separate the art from the artist? You know, we I know say yes. We know what Michael Jackson did, but oh, are you telling me when when Halloween comes around, you're not gonna listen to Thriller? I don't even wait for Halloween, bro. I'm all about it. I'm listening to Thriller right now. You can't tell me I'm not whistling. <laughs> <laughs> or Billie Jean. You tell me if Billie Jean comes on the radio, you're not gonna tap your feet. Come on. Or then I shouldn't listen to acoustic versions of Billie Jean. Um. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, don't I mean, have a four-year hiatus on that. What I if, love covers. What of if Billie somebody Jean's. covers a Michael Jackson song, or what the, if the Civil War is covered? What if you lose your hot. presidential bid and they remake a Woody Allen movie? Would it be okay to watch? I don't know, as long as the director <laughs> doesn't marry his daughter. Yeah, I don't. Uh, it's kind of weird, Woody Allen. Bro, I don't know. It's like I guess it's wrong. You heard it here first, folks. The only thing that confuses me is that the fact that they're still together. I don't know. It's. I mean. That is bizarre. But it's everyone has their own life, man. If I want to wait, marry a apple pie, I can do it. I can't but believe you, that they you, erased it's, Taco it's, Bell and put Pizza Hut. It's in the illegal movie. to. What's even weirder is that the version that I saw <laughs> was somehow the inner the international version. Yeah. Of Demolition Man. What are they doing? That they're changing which is bizarre. It. Where did I watch it? I don't know if I watched it online or. You've been out of the country. It? You know uh, what a lot of uh, ancient French religious artwork has. Lizards, lizards, mm, just like at the Vatican. Yep. Um, but also, guys, be That's on the be on the lookout. March fourth is coming up, and um, what's happening on March fourth? On March fourth, uh, no, uh, Donald. According to to the QAnon, Donald Donald Trump, Trump will rise from the dead and free everyone from prison. Donald Trump is going to rise from uh, the ashes. Joe Biden's going to be arrested, and Donald Trump's going to become president and sworn in on March fourth. Yeah, you know, they couldn't which, arrest Trump. Which I think it's funny because. Coincidentally, all the prices to book a room on March 4th in all of Trump's hotels <laughs> have skyrocketed for March 4th. So it's almost as if it's some sort of trick to get dumb people to pay exorbitant room rates. Well, that would never work. Speaking of which, QAnon, huh? <laughs> also, do you think the Democrats caused the snow in Texas? Absolutely. Because Harf sounds just like Harp. And who's harping the most? Those Democrats, they won't leave people alone. Right, we already know that the government has the ability to control the weather, and you think it's just a coincidence that the Democrats are trying to make Texas and Ted Cruz look bad, and they're trying to make yeah, they're trying they're to make going deregulation out of their way look bad to make Ted Cruz look right, and so bad. I think that Biden caused the snowstorm in Texas mm -hmm. in order to make Ted Cruz look ridiculous, yeah, and make him look bad because Ted Cruz. Would never look bad all on his own. On his own, no. He would need help of it. Today's show was brought to us by Andrew Jackson's eye drops. Guaranteed to get the red out. You'll have a trail of tears with Andrew Jackson's eye drops. Oh, Lordy. I'm fiending to answer some questions, bro. Are you ready? All right. Thanks for tuning into the Biscuits and Gravy Show. I'm Chick Sauce. He is Vince Fody. Stay tuned next week where we talk about Steve Martin movies and if they hold up. <laughs> all right. Uh, so you ready to get into it, Chuck? Yeah, dude. Chuck's stuff the knowledge buffalo is when Chuck tries to prove that he's the smartest buffalo in the room. Which I am. If you have any questions that you'd like to email us, email them at thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com. That's thebiscuitsandgravy at, at gmail.com. Gmail and we'll ask them to Chuck live on the air. And thanks for sharing, liking us, and subscribing to Biscuits and Gravy mm -hmm. 808. Nothing but home-cooked conversation here on the Biscuits and Gravy show. That's right. Thanks for making Biscuits and Gravy part of your morning. Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo is presented by Gary Oldman Senior Center. If your years are golden, spend them with Oldman. And also by Gary Sinise's Guide to Being an Uncle. For nephews and nieces, you need Sinise's. All right, Chuck, our first question comes from John in Canton, Ohio. John wants to know, a castrato is a singer 
that has undergone what procedure? Uh, castration. That is correct. And recently, there was a kid that had leukemia that had chemical castration. Oh. So he's one of the first castrados in, uh, recent in history? like 100 years. Yeah, because yeah, uh, you used to be allowed to just castrate kids. Yeah, so to, apparently to make them be good Catholic singers Church when they grow up, played rules with young boys' balls, pretty loosey goosey. Right, and of thought. and of course, the the last people to outlaw it was the papal states. Oh lordy, who would have thought? Uh, okay, our second question comes from Emily in San Diego, California. Emily, hey, Emily. Emily wants to know: In the world of time zones, what does GMT stand for? British. Uh, sorry. I said Greenwich Mean Time. British. Greenwich Mean Time. Greenwich Mean Time is correct. Why are they so angry? <laughs> this is some mean time. You know what time it is? It's mean time. Mean time. This is British. So did Woody Allen like spank her or reprimand her at all growing up? Probably he has spanked her in recent times. Oh, lordy. Our third question. I feel so uncomfortable. Yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. What a hick thing to do, right? Anyway. Our, our third question <laughs> comes from Rick and Kyle Louie. Rick wants to know. Oh, our third question is always a sports question because, as you know, sports is sports Chuck's stupid. Achilles hoof. No, you're stupid. Rick and Kyle Louie wants to know, who played the Super Bowl halftime show? What is the weekend? The weekend is correct. You got three out of three, Chuck. Congratulations. And he won a Nickelodeon Kids, Kids Choice Award oh. for a song about doing too much cocaine. So there we go. I don't think Woody Allen's going to be. I can't feel my face. I don't think Woody Allen's going to be winning any kids' choice awards anytime soon. I don't know. There's more daughters. But you got three out of three, Chuck, which means you are a reigning champion. (laughs) Of course it does. And that also means that that's the end of our show. Oh, lordy. What Uh, a wild show it has been. Shout out to Richard Gears. Gears, you don't have to be an officer or a gentleman. Richard Gears, Gears, made in Chicago. And, uh,. (laughs) A good one out to Johnny Depp's glasses. The best perception do is you, Depp perception. Do you have a primal fear of gears that don't work? <laughs> Check out our good friends at Richard Gears. Gears. Thanks for tuning into the Biscuits and Gravy Show, man. I'll see you next week. Same gravy time, same biscuit place. And for me to you, hello! <laughs> I don't think you should be banging your daughter. Woody Allen?